Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. As the NFL formally awarded Super Bowl 58 to Las Vegas for 2024, many longtime NFL followers marvel at how quickly the NFL has embraced Las Vegas, a city it ignored for so many years because of its association with sports gambling. But boy, do things change and the times change. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, December 16th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Good to be with you this morning. Well, the news came out very early Thursday morning. Jags owner Shad Khan has seen enough. He fired head coach Urban Meyer after only 13 games. Khan released a statement, like I said, very early Thursday morning, that a, quote, immediate change is imperative for everyone, end quote. In Urban Meyer's only season with the Jags, the team went 2-11, and he couldn't avoid very high-profile and ugly issues off the field. The latest issue for Urban Meyer was a report in which former kicker Josh Lambeau alleged that Meyer kicked him in the leg while he was stretching in warm-ups before a practice during the week of the final preseason game. Meyer, who signed a five-year contract, couldn't make it out of his first year with the Jags, and now the very likable Shad Khan is left starting from scratch again. I was at a dinner last night, and this was a topic of conversation. Shad Khan is one of the most, like I said, well-liked owners in the NFL, from fans and fellow owners. There was great promise, albeit some questions, when he hired Urban Meyer to go along with number one pick Trevor Lawrence. In fact, the Jags leadership posed for a cover story for SBJ's football preview issue. But now, just a few months later, Shad Khan is starting all over again. Let's stay with the NFL. The league granted 18 teams business rights in eight countries, which will allow teams to market their brand in foreign countries for the first time. With these rights, NFL teams can do a lot of things. They can sell preseason TV rights. They can sell regular season radio rights. They can hold in-person and fan events and sell sponsorships in those markets. There are 26 new international home marketing areas. Two teams were approved to do deals in three countries. Yes, the Dolphins can do deals in the UK, Spain, and Brazil. The Rams in Australia, China, and Mexico. Three teams were approved in two countries. The Vikings are in Canada and the UK. The Niners get rights to Mexico and the UK. The Bears will be in the UK and Spain, and the Chiefs in Mexico and Germany. Other big ones, the Patriots get Germany, the Cowboys get Mexico. Initially, the league said there wouldn't be more than six teams getting rights in Mexico, but the league ended up with nine teams getting rights there because the league felt each proposal was strong. So remember, teams had to complete RFPs, they had to make bids or proposals for these markets, and the league decided on the strength of those bids. 
So these country rights will last for at least five years, starting on January 1st. The bottom line, will this be a huge moneymaker for teams? No, but it's a brand builder and a long-term play to build brand affinity in markets outside of the United States. Let's stay with football. The USFL, yes, I said that, the reimagined USFL will appear on NBC when it launches this spring as NBC signed a deal with the Fox Sports Controlled League. So NBC Sports joins Fox Sports as the league's two official broadcast partners. Fox will carry 22 games. NBC will carry 21 games. Sources told R. John Oran that NBC's deal runs for three years and does involve a rights fee. NBC will carry eight games on the broadcast channel, nine games on USA Network, and four games on Peacock. So NBC clearly sees the benefit of putting USFL across its platforms. Fox will carry 12 games on its broadcast channel and 10 games on FS1. So this deal certainly adds a little bit of legitimacy to the league by having another big media company invest in it. NBC told John Oran that it liked the time of year for the USFL. Games will start in April, the week after the Masters, when there's really little other sports competition. All 43 USFL games will be played in Birmingham this upcoming season, which will cut down on production expenses. But the bottom line again, USFL will be on two major networks, NBC and Fox Sports, when it launches this spring. Let's shift to baseball. If you're hoping for some progress on MLB's labor negotiations, do not hold your breath. According to The Athletic, a small in-person meeting is planned for today, Thursday, to discuss areas outside of core economic issues. But MLB and the Players Association are unlikely to talk core economics until January. And we know the key issues are the core economic issues. And let's put a bow on the successful F1 season. Our Austin Carp reports that Formula One wrapped up its best season on U.S. airwaves, averaging 934,000 viewers across ABC, ESPN, and ESPN2 for races this year, 2021. That breaks the previous record of 748,000 average viewers set in 1995. Yes, you heard that, 1995, more than 25 years ago. In context, Formula One this season Their average viewership is up 39% from 2019. Last year, when F1 ran an abbreviated schedule, it averaged only 608,000 viewers. This year, again, 934,000 viewers. Few sports have seen the growth that F1 has. We've talked a lot about it on the Buzzcast, but there are the numbers and they prove the success of Formula One season. So let's end as we do on the Buzzcast around people. Well, Danny Ainge wasn't unemployed long, was he? The Jazz hired Ainge to oversee basketball operations, naming him alternative governor and CEO of Jazz Basketball. Danny Ainge stepped down as Celtics president of basketball operations in June. He returns to the NBA. He has a relationship 
with new jazz owner Ryan Smith. They are longtime friends. Danny Ainge, of course, has roots in Utah. He was a college basketball All-American at BYU. He gets a big, big role at the Utah Jazz. As alternate governor, he will be allowed to represent the Jazz during Board of Governors meetings in place of Ryan Smith if Ryan Smith doesn't attend. This marks another strong move for Ryan Smith as he really shapes this franchise under his vision after the team's long ownership by the Miller family. So Danny Ainge getting a big role at the Utah Jazz. And some internal announcements. The latest episode of the Marshan and Iran Sports Media Podcast is now live. Go to sportsbusinessjournal.com, listen to the pod, Andrew Marshan, John Iran. They break down Pat McAfee's big deal and what to expect in sports media in 2022. Also, SBJ's latest iFactor digs into the personal and professional journey of sports media advisors founder Doug Perlman, who talked with me about his early days in the industry, important mentors during his career, and the most important traits for success in the sports business. Doug Perlman is a member of SBJ's 40 Under 40 Hall of Fame. You can listen to both of those podcasts at sportsbusinessjournal.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, December 16th. I'm Abe Madcor. Have a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Friday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.